Hey, I've got something to tell you. This is The Next Delicious Thing, a London food podcast where I share with you the things that need to go to the top of your list to try next. I'm Jennifer Earl, and I've been working in the food industry for a really long time. And each week I am always trying new things around London or wherever I'm visiting. So this is episode 27. For the past six months, or almost six months, I've released an episode every Wednesday and some extras. I've been sharing things that I think that you need to try. This is something I also do in an email, which has all the links. So if you'd like to receive that, then you can go to the nextdeliciousthing.com. I have more delicious things to tell you about that I tried in the last week. But I also have some news. If you listened to the original trailer for this podcast, then you would know that I was planning to just have them to be five to 10 minute episodes chatting about what I tried. It's turned into quite a bit more than that. I've done quite a few interviews. I've had sound bites from people and a lot of them have been videos as well. It's been really fun and I'm particularly proud of the episodes that include these other people's voices. But these episodes take a lot more time. And because this is currently just a fun thing to do that I hope is helpful to people, I've decided to take a break and relaunch later in the year with seasons instead. I will still be sending the email. So if you want to go over to thenextdeliciousthing.com, you can sign up and make sure that you still get to hear all the things I've been tasting that I think are really incredible. So you can keep up to date with what's new and exciting in London then please do that. I will have the link in the show notes as well. My plan for the next season of The Next Delicious Thing is going to be several episodes on the same format of the episode I did with Ed Kimber, where we looked at seven different hot cross buns from different London bakeries. If you haven't listened to that, you can find it on YouTube or it is episode nine. I've already lined up Nicola Lamb, Felicity Cloak and Felicity Spectre who are going to talk to me about croissants and babka. So we'll chat about the history of those products, the different ways of making them, different styles. If you have other products that you would like to see dissected, um, then please let me know. Or if there are any products like from a specific business that you want to submit as a suggestion for me to include, then also let me know. So if there's amazing cookies or pizza or something that you think I need to create a whole category around, then let me know. You can email me at thenextdeliciousthing at gmail.com. If there is someone you know that you think is an expert in these things, then um, also please send me their details as well, or just their name. That's fine. I'll be able to find them, hopefully. I'm really excited. These will be on YouTube as well. I can't wait. I hope you will stay subscribed or subscribe now if you're not so you get notified when they are finally live or you can send me an email or sign up and you will find out that way. One other thing to say is that because of how long these podcasts take, I have not been doing as much on social media as I planned. So I am hoping that this will free up some time for me so that I can do little mini overviews of great places in London and when I travel. So in the next couple of months, I'm also going to be visiting Belfast, Edinburgh, Newcastle, York and Paris. Yes, it is a very exciting few months. So I'm going to be sharing details of places there as well. But the idea of each of the posts that I'm going to do is to show you the outside, the inside and the menu and some of the products so that it is helpful for you to know what you're looking for and how to find it and things like that. Please come and follow on TikTok, Instagram, 
YouTube and Pinterest. For most of them, it'll be at the next delicious thing. And I'll be posting these as short little videos. If you have anything that you particularly like me to include in those, do let me know. As always, my email is thenextdeliciousthing at gmail.com. And finally, I will tell you about the things that I tried in the last week that are so delicious that they need to go to the top of your list. A dinner, a brunch, and as always, some chocolate. I was invited by Guitard Chocolate. This is the San Francisco company, which is fully family owned. It's actually the oldest continuously family owned company in the United States. They supply direct to the public and also to a lot of bakers and chocolate makers as well. So um, Gittard invited me to dinner at Quo Vadis. Dinner was hosted by Amy Gittard, whose great-great-grandfather, Etienne Gittard, founded the business in San Francisco in 1868 during the gold rush. Um, he, he thought rather than search for gold, he would supply the gold seekers with chocolate, tea and coffee. And then quickly started to focus just on chocolate. They have two sites in San Francisco. Amy gave us a mini chocolate tasting at the start of dinner. And I really loved the Hawaiian 55% dark chocolate, which is what we tried first. Normally, I would not like that much sugar in a dark chocolate, but it really worked. It had these like pineapple notes and yeah, it surprisingly, the sweetness balanced out the flavor and it was fabulous. I also really enjoyed the Madagascan 64%. Dinner at Quovadis was every bit as wonderful as all my friends have been telling me. The pasta was superb and the chocolate cake was incredible. More of a mousse than a natural chocolate cake. Uh, it was like, I guess, like a tart kind of very rich and chocolatey. Everybody said they couldn't finish it. I was very determined to try, but I still left one mouthful, which I deeply regretted the next morning, not just pushing through and finishing it. It was made with guitar chocolate, um, which I think Coivardis used in their desserts. We were also given a box of chocolates by Lucy Bennett, which is not something that you can buy. So I feel a little cruel telling you this, but in case you ever have a reason to have a dessert table or an incredible cake, then you should definitely check out Lucy. The brunch I wanted to tell you about was at Half Cup, which is just south of King's Cross Station. That's their original location. They have a second location, which is by St. Paul's Cathedral and St. Paul's Station. It's actually closer to St. Bartholomew's Hospital. But um, yeah, the nearest station is St. Paul's. They always have a queue on the weekend because they're just one of the great places to go for brunch in London. I really enjoyed my absurdly healthy bowl which had rice and zucchini fritters i guess fritters not that healthy but coconut yogurt and avocado and pesto it was really well thought through like great combination of textures and flavors and my friend said that the ricotta hotcakes were slightly better than granger and co's ricotta hotcakes which is high praise indeed because people queue and that for there as well and that is the signature dish so Definitely one to check out. It's also slightly cheaper than Granger Co. I think you'll probably find it easier to get into the one that's in St. Bart's, um, St. Paul's. Go to either, whichever is more convenient for you. Just be prepared that you might have to queue. Because my breakfast was so absurdly healthy, I <laughs> decided as I was walking past Bow's King's Cross outpost. So Bow have several locations 
And in the King's Cross one, they also have their little mini bakery where they sell some of their bao buns and mini coconut loaves and things. They sell a salted custard bubble shake, which I have had before. And I got a craving for it as I walked past. If you like lassies, like salty yogurt drinks, then you might also like this. When it says custard, it's still very thin and it's based on oat milk, so it's vegan. But there's definitely salt, sweet, creamy, moorishness that's kind of a bit strange. I don't think this is going to be for everybody, but the first sip is a bit strange, but it just kind of grows on you. And then it has brown sugar boba. So the kind of chewy, gelatinous balls that you have to suck up through a thick straw. It's not something I want every day, but really hit the spot on Sunday. And speaking of unusual Asian desserts, I went back to Shiok. I say unusual, unusual to me, who has only spent five months of my life living in Asia, which was all Southeast Asia, which does not, as far as I'm aware, have pineapple buns. I saw some in Singapore, but I didn't spend very long in Singapore. So in the morning, Shiok sell a variety of these polobao pineapple buns. Pineapple buns don't typically have pineapple in them. They have that name because they have a top that has a crisscross effect, which is reminiscent of the pineapple skin. So the buns are made with a soft, enriched, butter-heavy dough that's brioche-like. And then there's another layer of dough that is on top, which then is scored. And it has this kind of crackly, um, sort of textured appearance that is a little bit pineapple-esque. Although they don't have pineapple in them, they are typically filled with custard or with cream. At Shiok, they have a vanilla, a cheesecake, a coconut pandan, and a chocolate. At least that's what they had on the day that I went with my friend. Of those, I didn't try the vanilla. They were all very good, but the chocolate was my favorite. And in case you're wondering, polo bao, bao means bun, and polo means pineapple. So quite literally just the same translation as well as having cocoa in the dough it had this like light chocolatey mousse and then inside that there was a like thicker more ganache style center of chocolate chocolatey deliciousness definitely worth checking out they are five pounds fifty so more expensive than a croissant but a fun experience my final public service announcement for you is to make sure that you are aware that Toklas, who I've spoken about a couple of times, and there is an interview with Janine, the head baker, on episode 13, which came out in the middle of May, if you want to listen to that, about what it's like to be a professional baker. Toklas only opened last October. I've been many times, bought things with my own money. The honey chocolate sable is my favorite thing there, but the croissants are fabulous. Everything is really good. They can be delivered to almost all London postcodes on select days of the week. They sent me this as a gift, which I was very happy to receive. I would have told you about it anyway, but um, I'm not going to say no to free croissants. And a fabulous Toscano like potato loaf of bread, um, which was really moist and fabulous as well. So definitely, if you are in need of a pastry fix and you can't leave the house, then even if you can, it's just so much nicer to have it brought to your door. All the links to all of these will be in the show notes. Remember to subscribe so you don't miss when the next season starts. I really appreciate you listening and telling people about it. If you have any suggestions, remember to email thenextdeliciousthing at gmail.com. I can't wait to talk to you later in the year. 
but you can get my updates every week still. That's going to keep happening. So go to thenextdeliciousthing.com and sign up there. Thanks so much. I hope you enjoyed the rest of your summer. And of course, I wish you a very happy eating. Bye.